0: Whitaker Weekly is a three-episode in anime discussion podcast where two brothers discuss a show of their choice. The show can be anything from a current season flop to a decades-old classic. What are they going to talk about next? Who knows? They sure don't. i'm andrew i'm lee uh, and this is whitaker weekly and boy is it hot right now uh, mm. <laughs> anyways uh let's go ahead and get started uh so we've got a little bit of news this week there's some other news and stuff that i have that kind of popped up but this is really the only thing that kind of stuck out to me um new Borderlands 3 trailer and i shared it with you and it is it. wild and crazy and wonderful and hi kitty um and uh you know, all sorts of greatness, um, and it, 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 uh, it personifies really, really well um, uh, what
1: Borderlands is. <laughs> um, it basically features, in three different instances at least, some people locking themselves arm in arm and spinning around partying while firing a gun out the other arm, mm-hmm. um, shooting everyone around them to the to the song uh, so happy together so happy together has uh made popular by Ernest goes to camp that's where i first heard it (laughs)
0: uh yeah it was crazy and then as soon as like you know some of the some of the uh is what they're called started dancing and like linking arms and dancing around my first thought was Oh, no, this is how shipping starts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first time I watched it, I couldn't watch it all the way through. I got to the point where a bullet was fired from a chamber and a mini psycho was riding it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, I don't think it's going to progress from this. It's just going to continue to be more of the same. What do you mean progress? Are you more of the same insanity? Yes as, as terms, uh, in terms of a narrative, it didn't progress. it just went to other locations and more craziness,
0: oh yeah, no, like i I get that yeah it it got crazier and crazier though, um, yeah, especially uh at the very end, uh when they are on top of a tower of guns surrounded by a fountain of guns that has a bunch of chests that are opening up and throwing out gold plated guns uh it does that yeah and also at one shot a very someone with a much quicker eye than i'm myself uh they post they pointed on youtube that at a certain time period in the trailer you could see handsome jess uh handsome jack's masks so that gives me hope that they're somehow going to bring handsome jack into borderlands 3 uh which is good for me because i absolutely adore handsome jack Okay, uh, so that's... Okay. And then you found some news, and you
1: shared this with me already. Uh, yes, this uh, this passed under our radar, uh, but it came out uh, end of March. Um, it turns out that... Uh, let's see. Where was it? Yeah, Hello Kitty and Gundam cross over in a special collaboration. In celebration of Gundam's 40th anniversary and Hello Kitty's 45th, anniversary they did a crossover special i don't know if it's still airing or what's going on there but uh they've they made announcements that uh hello kitty is getting a new animated series scheduled for release in 2021 it'll be 52 episodes uh each one about 11 minutes long and it's called the world of hello kitty Mm -hmm. so that's coming out in uh in a couple years uh, but yeah, I've got a link to an article here from uh, comicbook.com that uh, details mm-hmm. some, some information about this. Okay,
0: awesome, awesome, that's great. Okay, uh, well, then let's go ahead and uh, if that's it for news, let's go ahead and dive right in. Uh, this is week yeah. three of our Americans in Anime um month. Uh, and we decided to go ahead and watch an anime that, you know what, takes place in America and probably 90% of the cast is American. Um, and we decided to go ahead and watch Baccano. Uh Bakuno, which Narita, the author, translates as stupid commotion, is Italian for ruckus. An ongoing light novel series with over 20 volumes published, it takes place across three eras, the early 1700s, the 1930s, and 2000s. The present and presents its story arcs in... What was that? Anachronistic. Anachronistic fashion. I got that word wrong last time, but whatever. Anachronistic fashion. Though the arcs have their own stories to tell, they all fit within a grand overarching narrative three centuries in the making, with the events in the 1700s still causing shockwaves in 2003. Immortal alchemists, mafioso, camorosti, bootleggers, assassins, and larger-than-life individuals from all walks of life, find themselves inexorably swept into the spiral, eternal bacchanal. All
1: right. Oh, yeah. So this is one of the few series that the first episode starts with an opening credit sequence. Yep. And oh, boy, what an opening credit series.
0: Just uh, I think the song is called Guns and Roses. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, that just the big band jazz slap you in the face opening, where it introduces all the characters, and it introduces them perfectly. We see Isaac and Maria, who are my personal favorite anime couple, by the way. Like, far and beyond anybody else. Um, They... They're flipping a coin to see who gets to wear which costume for this store that they're going to be robbing, and they end up running a bunch of cho- stealing a bunch of chocolates, and it just well, kind of so, explodes. So,
1: so, so, what actually? So they they flip a coin, decide who gets to decide who wears what costume. Uh huh. She mm-hmm. ends up dressing up as Santa Claus. He ends up dressing up as um as a, a punch a headed monster, mm-hmm. a jack-o'-lantern, and they go and rob a candy store. So Santa Claus and the King of Halloween are robbing a candy store, mm-hmm. and that, and then in the can, and so then there's a whole bunch of candy bars in a box, and one of them is happens to have the title of the show mm-hmm. on it, and that's mm-hmm. how the show appears, the show title appears. Mm-hmm. So they're they're they get billing before title. Yeah, yeah, because that's
2: they're awesome the best. They
1: are.
0: <laughs> they are the best, and it's the, like this opening. Okay, I have probably watched this show five six times okay just from start to finish i adore baccano and just so our viewers are aware sometimes you know if those of you who've watched our show before or listened to our show before um sometimes we get lost in the events that happen um because we don't really write them down the one of the great things about baccano is how the story is presented it's like memento where mm. the movie memento is presented backwards it starts at the ending and then progresses scene by scene until the beginning of the story
1: so after um, the opening credits start, we're introduced to a couple of characters. One's called, I think, mm-hmm. a lieutenant colonel or something. I don't remember his rank, but he's he's addressed by his rank. Um, mm-hmm. And the other one, her name is Alice.
0: Oh, um, vice uh, vice director. Vice director, okay. Vice so director is what I, they I, call I knew him he was
1: Japanese. okay, so mm-hmm. they call him vice director. Um, and the two of them are. She seems to be in a uh master apprentice sort of Uh situation with him where she's learning from him um the art of information brokering and Mm -hmm. collecting information and being and perpetually learning you know what what's the best way to tell a story how do we take a look Mm -hmm. at this and so the first the first few scenes of the first episode really is about the two of them discussing what is the best way to tell this story because there's elements Mm -hmm. that take place and they 1700s 1900s and like who's who's the main character is it this Mm -hmm. person or this person where do we start our story should we go chronologically should we follow a person's particular story how should this be told and it the first time i watched it i couldn't piece it in with everything else but now that i've seen this twice it makes so much more sense Mm -hmm. And because as, I, as I was
0: as I was saying, one of the fascinating things about this show is that those three time periods—the 1700s, the 1930s, and the 2000s—the show splits the story up in between those. And as you progress, like in episode, I want to say episode two. I'm kind of jumping ahead ahead a little bit here, but in episode two. Um, Jacuzzi, another one of my favorite characters, I'm going to say that about everybody in this show just because I absolutely adore all the characters, but Jacuzzi is running down the hall and he runs into another character named Lad. Lad curses him out and he's, he's is like, hey, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I've got to get going, please forgive me. And he runs off and Lad says, "Wait, hey, wait a minute, you know, something like that. Episode three, we see from Lad's perspective, where we get a bit more story about Lad, see what's going on, and he leaves... And I'm not going to say what he's leaving to go do, because I want to save that for the episode. But he leaves, and just as he leaves, that's when Jacuzzi runs into him. And then we see what happens afterward from Lab's perspective.
1: Um, the first so, time we watched this show, I even recommended that we could uh, sit down and, you know, capture all the footage. And then possibly splice it together chronologically and see if, see if the story tracks that way in any way.
0: Yeah, and I was just like, mm, nah. <laughs> let's, just leave it, let's just leave it as it is that just sounds like way too much work but um one of the so yeah and so we've uh, i didn't write a uh, carol and um gustav saint german is his name okay. um but uh he is the vice director oh, of the okay. daily days newspaper um but anyways uh so she is <laughs> she he asks her questions and he's a much older man and she is I don't want to say a lowly. I mean, she very, very much is a lowly. But um, I don't know how young she is. She obviously works for them. So I think she's an older woman who just looks younger.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But um, but she also, she pouts and behaves like, like a child. Younger, like a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, But anyways, like after she's like, I think we should start it here because this is where all the events started really unfolding. And this is the first time that we personally encountered this story, which is when we started diving into it. And he's just like, hmm. 319 points. Uh, um uh h- out of how many?
1: Yeah, she, she yeah that happens at least twice in the he, first he, episode. He, in the first oh, they're only in the first episode. I didn't I don't remember I seeing them in the other two. Oh no no no, I'm just
0: saying like later on because we've yeah. seen the show you can you say later on that joke comes back where he's just like hmm 7 points uh, out of 10, you know, <laughs> something like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: he'll he'll tell her how many points you got but won't tell her what the grading scale how many. was.
0: Mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh anyways, so we then he's like, okay,
1: So she picks her. So 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 yeah, he makes recommendations of who should be the, uh, uh-huh. where they should tell the story and she says, "Well, how about this guy? He's main character-ish." ish ish And she picks out Fero.
2: Mhm. And so and we start following It's Fero. obvious
0: that she's picking him because she thinks he's cute cuz she's blushing while she's looking at the picture. Uh, uh, and she's got kind of a sly grin. But he's like, ah, main character-ish. And she kind of explains, you know, like why he's main character-ish. But he's like, well, should we start with that? I mean, yes, that's important. But what about these two here? What about these two? What about the two thieves? Uh, and then it shows Isaac so and Miriam. Three, yeah. uh, what about, you know, what what, what about the boat that happened? What about the boat? Uh, that came to America, that crossed the Atlantic, in the 1700s. What if, what, what if we were to start there? And he's he's explaining to her that, and this is something that's incredibly important, also as a writer, that a writer and a storyteller needs to learn. The perspective completely changes how the story is presented and really, kind of, what the story means. You have to have the right perspective for that story and that's what he's teaching her he's like what uh what about this character what about this character what about this this character all right well and what about you know what about lad russo who is there what about this person and then she's like well what about us you know i mean we're the ones who are telling the story right and then he just kind of turns to the camera and grins and then boom title card the vice president president of the episode the vice president doesn't say anything about the possibility of him being the main character.
1: That's the title of the episode. That's the title of episode one.
2: <laughs> yeah. so,
0: so after she proposes that it should be Firo, though, we, we get to a scene that we both wrote about and like, there's this beggar in the streets asking for money and, um, and, Firo, he and, and the General,
1: uh, pulls out his wallet and puts a couple, puts a couple bills. And and this is happening during Depression era, USA, nineteen thirties. Uh, mm-hmm. So,
0: so that you can last him quite a while.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's like, "Here, I'm feeling generous," and
0: he gives him, you know, a couple bucks. Um, and the guy's like, "Oh, thank you. Here, I have something for you. Let me give you like, are some flowers I picked earlier." He's like, "Oh, no, 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 I don't need that." And Fears just kind of walking off. And the guy's like, "No, I insist. Please take these flowers in the name of God." And he pulls out these this knife mm-hmm. and. Rushes Firo, and what does Firo do?
1: Firo instinctively grabs the weapon behind him without checking it first and ends up losing his uh, ring and pinky finger uh, right at the. Uh, at the first, at, at the whatever this point is. Yep. Yeah. And then his middle finger's cut pretty deep, too, cut yeah. through to the bone. It's a pretty and his finger's And so it's a pretty graphic little scene mm-hmm. here. So it's not for the faint of heart. Um, oh yeah, no. This this show is definitely MA. Like this this show, do
0: not watch it unless you're older or you're okay with more animated violence. Yeah. There's not like there's not like any real sex in this. There's there's some romance. There's mm-hmm. some weird romance. There's some there's some comedic. A lot of comedy in this show, but yeah, it is graphic.
1: So, yeah. Um, but yeah, then uh, but Firo's fingers fall to the ground, and there's a whole bunch of blood. And then mm-hmm. you see the blood on the guy's knife starts mm-hmm. to pull away from his knife.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then they see that his fingers and the blood on the ground start to float back up. Mm-hmm. And his hand completely reattaches itself and heals itself. And he turns to face the mugger. And the mugger calls him a monster. like, mm-hmm. what... <laughs> And he's just like...
0: What, what did you watch it in English because I watched it in Japanese. It was actually my first time watching it in Japanese just because the dubs
1: so good. I watched it in Japanese.
0: Okay, okay. Um but yeah, he pretty much just says um you realize that my name is Firo so and so and I'm with the um I'm with this crime gang. I'm with the uh I think it's the Mar the Martello. Yeah, he's with the Martellos. That's right. Mm-hmm. So he's with the Martellos, and he's like, "I'm with, and I'm with the Martellos," and he just punches the guy out. Um, yeah, it was it's uh, it's a great introduction to who that character is. But then we see, um, we uh, we start learning that there's a lot more to these mobsters than meets the eye. It's true. Um, let's see what did I write down next? Because I wrote down almost practically everything. Okay, no, I stopped writing things down after three bits of of episode one. Um, but, oh, also, uh, the episode started off with Isaac and Miriam. We don't really know who they are yet. Um, cause they haven't really been introduced yet, but he gets his ear
1: cut with a lance or like with a spear, yes. uh, a spear with a cross guard. Um, and and, 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 it's just this quick little shot as uh-huh. I think it was one of the montages of, uh, just one of the, the little clips that mm-hmm. comes up as, uh, Mm-hmm. The vice director is talking to mm-hmm. Carol about. Uh,
0: he gets his ear on. cut, and mm-hmm. Miriam comes over and says, "Oh my goodness! Oh my, that's that's horrible! It's bleeding so badly." Um, and then we'll get back to that later. Um, but uh, long so long story short. Um, well, I guess not really long story. Too short, late. We've seen some mobsters. I know. Too late. Some mobsters are trying to take
1: down the Martellos. Pardon? And Clue. the Gondors. I watched Clue with my family, and to make a long story short, too late, too late, it's a running gag. Yeah. So, this other
0: mob store, I think it's the Gondors, uh, they want to take out the, Mar- uh, the Martellos and the... Um, oh, not the Gondors, my bad.
1: Well, the Gondors are a family. It was... The uh, hmm Yeah.
0: The Runators, they want... Or, the, Runo, sorry, the, the Sorry, sure. the Runoradas. Sorry, yeah, the Runoradas. They want to take down the G- Gondors and the Martellos and move on in their territory. They're like, they're small-time, we can take them. Well... They sent some guys to go ahead and mow down Luck Gandor, who's one of the executives of the of the, of the Gondors. And mm-hmm. then uh, Firo just happens to be there at the same time. They're talking. They're, Luck is reading a poem from Edgar Allan Poe that terrified him as a child. But ever since that incident a year ago, he says, yeah. I'm, it hasn't bothered me any longer. Um,
1: and, and then so, shortly thereafter, they talk about uh, friends of theirs are coming in by train and mm-hmm. they're going to want to meet up with them. And suddenly, mm-hmm. the mob is gunning down the bookstore that they're in.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they're really excited about seeing the people coming in on the train. Um, well, they, and yeah, they, and, they they mentioned it's Isaac and Miria. Isaac, Miria. Um, there's also uh, Firo. Um,
1: I thought Firo was in the uh, was. No, sorry, the, sorry, not Firo. Okay. My bad. There's. I'm trying to remember who it is. Now, did they meant now? Did they talk about jacuzzi? But he, no, no, he was a, no, these guys don't room. know jacuzzi,
0: these guys okay. don't know, no, don't know jacuzzi yet. Um,
1: it's uh, yeah, they drop a couple names of who else is in the yeah, train. Um, a
0: friend of Misa's who is uh, uh, yeah, a friend of Miza's who is uh, a friend of heroes is also coming in. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to remember, they also name a couple of other people, and I'm just not remembering their names and I'm not seeing them written down here. I mean, I know who they are. Um, but I don't wanna spoil anything because spoiling things is not what I like to do um anyways um so they 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 meet their friends after a long time. the friends come up on the train they have a nice reunion and stuff like that well
1: they they um, get gun so they get gunned oh, that's down right. get gunned down
0: they, <laughs> we we kind of washed over that didn't we
2: yeah they, they
1: get so they get gunned down and they get back up and then beat up the guys that gunned them down. Mm-hmm. Oh, like it's amazing how it's
0: done in the show too, because you just hear it from the perspective of the bookstore owner, because he got down behind his desk as soon, or yeah, his desk as soon as the first gun went off, gunshot went off. So you just hear a thud, and he gets up and he's just like, "What? What happened? What happened?"
1: And then uh, a hand pops out of a pile of books that have been shot to, de- to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it's luck
0: it's luck um it's like but but and uh, and I, I should... shared it with you earlier but luck is the same voice actor who played um I can't remember what his name is but he's the guy from uh he's from the Nisekoi. guy with the glasses
1: in Nishikoi who who doesn't believe the relationships happening so he's always yeah. stalked them he always stalked them
0: always like he would watch <laughs> them from their from the tree at school right outside their right outside the classroom window yep Oh gosh, you say coy? Okay. Um anyways, uh yeah. But Luck and Firo recover in seconds like nothing happened.
1: Um and And Luck... it's actually kind of funny watching uh Firo having bullet holes all through his clothes and not a drop of blood on them. Yeah, yeah. Running out the bookstore door, landing on top of the car that they had driven up in and just belting some guy in the mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. Oh uh
0: yeah. Him so hard. Yeah, kicking him in the face and then just kind of throwing him in. driving uh,
1: the, the car drives off, not knowing what to do now.
0: Yeah. The, before this, though, there's this great scene where um a member of the Runator, uh the Runorada family um has been captured by the uh by the Gondors. Oh, um, yes. and he is getting kicked to death by one of the Gondors, the bigger of the four. Um, and he, uh, he's saying like, you know, where was your, uh, where was your, uh, where's the braver you had when you gunned down our people, huh? You know, cause they had just attacked one of their, uh, gambling parlors. Um, and, uh, he looks up after he hears the guy getting kicked, looks up after he hears a voice and he sees luck alive and well. And this is before we saw the, the scene we just talked about. Uh-huh. And he's like, no, that's impossible. And Luck's was like, oh, what's the matter? You
1: look like you've seen a ghost. You look like
0: you've seen a ghost. And he's just like, hey, Chico, or whatever he says the guy's name is. Uh, oh, chick. Yeah. Yeah, Chic. We got a guy out here who you need to work on, huh? And he comes up, oh, yeah, sure. It's just the previous guy, his stuff is still everywhere. So, so I'm gonna, gonna hurt have, a lot more. So it's gonna hurt a whole lot more. And then he pulls out these scissors, like he, he closes the, the door before he does, he pulls these scissors by the and they're covered just covered in blood. in blood. And the guy Stips who was J- just getting kicked looks in and sees the corpse of one of his comrades. And I think I could be wrong, but I think it's the guy that Firo helped them capture just then. Mm. So I think that's another instance of flashback, flash forward in the same episode. Cause mm. it looked like it had the sa- same hair color, same kind of, you know, thicker build, um, a chubbier guy. So I think that's who that was. But anyways, right. um, yeah. <laughs> so we then get to the train and like, he talks about, the, maybe we should just start with the Flying Pussyfoot, which is the name of the train that people are on. And yes, that's a ridiculous name. Get all your giggles out now. We're probably going to say it a lot. Um, but anyways, um, and they, he talks about yes. the crazy things that happened on the Flying Pussyfoot that, no, that were supposed to be covered up.
1: There um, are, as near as we can figure, four or five different groups of people on the Flying Pussyfoot. Mm-hmm. They include Lad's gang, who are all dressed in white suits.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, a group of assassins calling themselves ghosts that were mm-hmm. all dressed in black suits and mm-hmm. carrying uh musical <laughs> instrument cases.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um we have jacuzzi's group.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh we have the conductors, uh-huh. Which uh include a young conductor who's eager and likes telling ghost stories an old conductor who's in cahoots as we find out with the ghosts the the elderly conductor who this is his last time yeah because that's not a flag (laughs) (laughs) one more train trip to retirement Mm
0: -hmm. I've already Uh, told
1: him that I'm retiring after this last round trip
0: yeah yeah
1: anyways <laughs> and um then, and um and then miriam had uh, isaac, okay, and miriam. So isaac and miriam and they did a thing before getting on the train that we're going to talk mm. about
2: yeah um, but
1: uh and and that... then the there's a senator's wife and daughter and then a little boy he's traveling little, with who's traveling with them and so it's all kind of very interesting. And we actually in the opening <laughs> montage, we see the little boy's head getting blown off by um lad Lad. And then in like the end scene of the first episode, we see his head regenerate and go, mm-hmm. uh, this is such a bother.
0: He's like, What a buff- like what a useless buffoon, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we did get kind of ahead of ourselves describing who's all gonna be on the train, but uh episode two starts off um with this Old man talking about this train, and they are talking about in episode one. Feels like, man, I really want to see the flying pussy pussyfoot. And then Innes, a friend of his, um, who you know, is actually a pretty key player in the story, she says, "Oh, well, they just said that it uh, that they had to change cars because of some incident." And so was like, "Ah, oh, man," but uh, anyways. Uh, oh, oh, uh, oh before, we, we, we skipped, skipped over. Some.
1: What happened uh, with the spear? Yes, yes, yes. So Isaac yeah, that's, that's before his the end of episode one. And before yeah. episode one ends, Isaac's covering his ear and then realizes it doesn't hurt anymore. And Miriam <laughs> looks at it, Isaac, your injuries disappeared. That's an amazing trick. Maybe doves will appear next. Maybe <laughs> so, doves will appear next. So yeah. she's waiting for birds to fly out yeah. of his ear. She's
0: actually looking at his ear trying to see if birds coming out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: These are what the people a neat we're magic trick! With.
0: Anyways, uh, so yeah, so that little bit happened in episode one. So episode two starts off this old man's talking about the flying pussyfoot, um, and he's there with his with his little old wife, um, and uh, he's talking about how it's an extravagant extravagant uh, train. It's almost gaudy, but it's kind of a throwback to a to by, a bygone era. Um, it's a steam. It's one of the last steam trains out there, mm. um, and so people still ride it just for that. And just as he's about to get on, his wife is just says, "Hold on." we need to leave. We can't be on this train. We've got to go. He's like, wait, well, oh, what do you mean? Do you mean, is your sixth sense acting up? She's like, it's never been wrong. Something horrible is going to happen on this train. And the only people who are going to survive are either incredibly lucky or not human. Um, And then, title card, setting the old woman's qualms aside, the flying pussyfoot departs. <laughs> Another fantastic title. Ah. Uh, Anyways, that,
1: that, that's kind of a throwback to the old days of anime where titles were were complete sentences. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, I mean that.
1: That, that sometimes those titles gave away
0: what happened in the episode. Dragon Ball Z. Every single episode was giving away what was going to happen in the title. Yeah, <laughs> every single time. Uh, but
1: all right, but you um, didn't care because you had still... to see how they were going to do what they did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways. Do what they... <laughs> go ahead. We start. then get. Uh, so after the
0: title card, it then takes us to California, 1930,
2: uh-huh.
0: okay? And inside of that, and then it zooms up on a on a mountain, it then zooms up on a cave, and in that cave, we hear the voices of uh, Isaac and Miria. And uh, real fast, I want to go ahead and uh, grab the light novel for volume two and read to you the opening line for volume two. I'll be right back.
1: Yes, please. He's shared this with me before and it is totally worth it. So. So while we're waiting for him, um, he's actually lent me the uh, the DVD here, uh, the Baccano um, complete season to watch because we couldn't find it on a streaming service. So we won't be able to link you guys out to a uh, uh, to, to a place to watch this. I swear we watched it on Netflix ages ago, but it does it's not there right now. But uh, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll see it again soon. All right. What were you just talking about? I was just telling them about how uh, Bacano isn't on a streaming service at the moment.
0: Oh, yeah. No, if they want to watch it, they're going to have to purchase it. Yep. which is
1: unfortunate, but it's totally worth
0: purchasing. It's incredible. So here's volume two of the light novel series. Um, it's not the first chapter, but it's the be- it's, uh, it's prologue one, Consumed Bandits. The curtain rose on this crazy ruckus with one dumb sentence from a moron. Let's do a train robbery. I hear those pay well. Another moron agreed with that mor- moron's moronic remark wow, that's terrific. We'll be rich. So yeah. Yeah. Isaac and Miriam. Anyways. So it cuts in on Isaac and Miriam and Isaac and Miriam are in a cave and Miriam's just like, Isaac, can you explain to me again why we're in California? You know, he's like, oh, well, that's simple. We're here to go ahead and get gold. We're going to rob the earth itself. We're going to go down in history as the most famous people in the world because nobody else has ever thought of robbing the earth before. And Miriam's like, oh, so that's where we're we're here mining? Exactly. Yes, let's get started. And they bring their picks down and then boom, five months later.
1: Now, I'll be honest with you. That actually reminded me of a scene that's in – I watched a blooper reel for Supernatural. Uh, It was an improvised scene where apparently they had to go through – Eighteen inches of concrete with pickaxes for whatever oh, reason, and what happens is the first guy takes the first swing and rubble hits him in the eye, oh, and, and and his uh, his acting partner goes goggles goggles, <laughs> and so and so they had so they kept that shot in the show, and they had to get them safety goggles for the remainder of that uh, have scene, and so watching. So watching these two with pickaxes without goggles.
2: <laughs> or, well,
1: or any kind of safety equipment whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So including it gets to the point where she starts she's in her her underwear. Yeah, yeah. Pick, I mean with a pickaxe there's yeah, no safety so, whatsoever. 5 months pass. They're
0: <laughs> 5 months pass. They're still digging. They found nothing. Um and uh Miriam's like, "Hey Isaac, why are we doing this again when most other people are getting gold from the rivers?" And Isaac's just like, uh, uh, well, "Because those people are foolish." You know, and he just he, you know, I don't want to say spins another tail to keep her occupied, but you know, entertains her and she they decide to go ahead
1: and keep going and then they're both equally the dumb. But uh-huh. The thing is it cuts it cuts to the outside and I swear the the shot is the cave that they're mining in. And then their their encampment just outside of it, including a mailbox with their name on it. Yeah, there there there's a mailbox with their name on it now, but, Isaac but it, and Miriam. But but it goes out a little bit further, and there's a river, and there are gold nuggets on the side of the river. And then it jumps. Then it jumps four months later, and those gold nuggets are gone because someone else got them. Because someone else got them, and it's fall. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Well.
0: Yeah. It's another. Four months later, and they're in there and uh Miria has a letter and she starts reading it and it's from Enos, the girl that we talked about before and she starts talking about them how she sees them as her, like asking how they're doing um saying that she misses them and uh that she uh she doesn't all of this all of the people who were made before her kind of points a hint at what uh Enos really is um are gone so she doesn't have any actual family and so she views Isaac and Miriam as her brother and sister and that that gets them both because they're both one like they're idiots but they're wonderful people oh, yeah. um and uh like as they're reading the, and like Miriam 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 is reading the letter and one of the first things that it says is since since your gold digging prospects have not have not produced any uh rewards why don't you come visit me in new york you know just like blunt straight you guys are wasting your time come on home (laughs) type thing you know um and uh after they read the part about her uh the people who came before her are gone she uh uh she's uh miriam gets depressed and is like does that mean her family's dead and uh Isaac comes over and says, no, 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 that's not what that means, that's a, uh, mm, and he looks at it, uh, uh, that, that, oh, oh, before gone, uh, mm, hmm. oh, what this means is that Enos wants a younger sibling. Oh, that's wonderful, but how are we going to give her a younger sibling? Well, I don't know, that's not something that we can just do for her. And Isaac is now leaning against the hammock, and Miriam is sitting on the hammock, Miriam does a backflip rolls off the hammock, ro- comes up underneath it. And as they're discussing what to do, they're both bouncing back and forth off the hammock one by one. Uh, just, uh, how in sync these two are with each other. Is an absolutely incredible thing? Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, they, uh, they decide that they're going to go ahead and go visit their dear friend, Mir, um, Enos. Uh, but they want to give her a souvenir because they can't give her a kid. Uh, they can't give her a younger sibling. Mm. Um, so, uh, so they decide they're going to. So they decide. We're like, well, how? We don't have any money. Oh well. How about a train robbery? I hear those pay well.
1: So, a tra- what's a train robbery? A train robbery is when you ride a train to a place, rob it, and then ride the train away, right? Yeah. And like, then like, Miriam just th- Miriam's like oh. thinks about it, and then just gives him the pure thumbs up of yes, you are absolutely right. Yep. And then
0: they decide... They ride the train, to, and they go to Chicago. Uh, They go from California to Chicago because the train, the fine pussyfoot, goes from Chicago to New York. And they (laughs) get on this train. Um, Well, there's this little old man sitting outside of a store listening to a baseball game. And as he listens to this baseball game, they're talking about a runner, how a runner's gone up to bat and suddenly this runner has hit a home run. And he looks up and he sees Isaac... In a baseball uniform, hitting a mafioso in the head of the baseball bat, grabbing bags of money. Myriad does the same thing to someone else, grabs other the bags of money, and they all just run off. And then they go to the train station to make their getaway on their train,
2: because that's they a do. train robbery. They, they
0: use they get on a train, go to where they need to go, rob someone, and
1: then use a the train as their getaway. Now, when they do th- when they conduct the robbery, wasn't they were listening? Like there was this old guy listening to a baseball. Yeah, I I just Did mentioned just that. that. I don't okay.
0: know. I don't know. I don't like. Sorry, those of you who are listening. Like, for some reason, when we record this, it
1: weirdly it turns out just finding the recording, but it weirdly no, no, buffers was, from time to time sometimes. But uh, uh-huh. no, in in this instance, I was distracted by something else. Um, this news just came in. Uh huh. Um, there is a fire at the Kyoto Animation Studio. Oh no! Uh, Thirty injured, and um, apparently was started by somebody.
2: Oh, they—they uh, they have a man in
1: custody.
0: Horrible. Well, good. And I, well, gosh, that's
1: terrible. Yeah. Huh. So, so that's that's trending on Twitter right now. Is uh, uh, people uh, bringing that up in our community? Well, so, uh, well,
0: we'll we'll go ahead and put in we'll put in links to uh, places where they can donate money to go ahead and help, or yes. anything we learn about that, we'll put links in the doobly doo down below for the video. Because there's not really much we can do right now at this moment. But let's go ahead and, uh, and keep going. That's horrible, though. Um,
2: yeah. All anyways. Right, so uh,
0: back
1: back to the story. Uh, Isaac and Miriam just robbed a bunch of mafiosa with uh-huh. baseball bats while wearing baseball uniforms.
0: And they get to the train station, and now they're dressed up as a cowboy. And, and a lady in red. And a lady in red. And I, she's like a showgirl from, uh, from that time era. Um, and they get to the train and they're so enamored with this beautiful train. And they start seeing all these groups. They see, we talked about before, the guys who call yep. themselves the ghosts or, who are disguised as magicians. And they're like, that's an orchestra, it's, it's, uh, musicians. Uh, that's an orchestra. Yeah, that's incredible. Look how black they are. Like, uh, those must be their instruments. They must, oh, that's, it's Bach in there. You know, it's Bach. Mozart's it's are, it's Mozart. It. Yeah. And they look over there, look over and they see Lad's group. And Lad's all group is like, all dressed in white. And uh, they, and well, Lad's talking about how wonderfully horrible things are going to be on this train, Isaac and Mario don't hear him. And so they think, oh, this guy, he's like, there must be a winner or something on the train. This is going to be the best train ride ever. And so they they get on the train and uh, they go to the train with uh, with uh,
1: Jacuzzi's Spots Gang. And Jacuzzi's sitting there and they're clearly talking about some kind of heist and he is incredibly anxious and nervous about the whole situation with this uh-huh. heist um everything alright? I just broke the wheel of my chair wild
0: huh okay anyway
1: I was just trying to move forward a bit and just decided to snap but these okay. things are old so they are we've had them since uh, for what 20 years now Hmm. sounds about right um but no yeah uh what happened um but no they get on the uh jacuzzi's gang is is talking about and jacuzzi's gang is very interesting looking because the jacuzzi is this looks like a a young man with a incredibly brutal uh tattoo across his face Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's uh he, he he
0: looks like he should be an intense gangster with a tattoo like that on his face, but he is a nervous wreck. He's always just like, well, what what if this happens? What if that happens? It's like a jacuzzi. It's going to be fine. Don't worry
1: about it. But what if this happens? Jacuzzi. Don't worry about it. And the people trying to tell him not to worry are the rest of his gang, which includes um, a shorter tough, a huge muscle, and nice. The, uh, uh, nice?
0: Or Nise? Uh, it's nice. Or it's... it's they. Well... In English, it's written as, niece, or as nice, but they say niece in Japanese. And they also say niece in English as well. So okay. niece is what, I, is what niece I like to call her. It's spelled N-I-S-E.
1: Uh, N-I-C-E, yep. N-I-C-E, yes. Yep. Um, and she's an interesting character because she she's, she's wearing glasses and an eye patch and has burn marks all over her body. Yeah, she's got scars all over her body. And when you watch the show, you find out why... I'm not going to spoil it, but it's mm-hmm. um, but it is one of the most intense scenes in anime that I've seen. Yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of
0: anime, and uh, wow, yeah, like even like even now, I just see that scene and the, like, the, oh, yeah, gosh, it's like, gosh, it's it's you hear it. It's rough. It's just rough. You hear uh-huh. it,
1: and so watch this show, mm-hmm. and you'll find absolutely out what we're talking. Incredible voice, absolutely incredible, incredible voice sure.
2: acting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um I wanna s I wonder uh
0: Colleen Clickenbeard is the name of the voice actress in English. She did an incredible job. So
1: yeah. Okay. Okay. Um well, Clickenbeard, I know that name. What else let me look her up real quick. Go ahead and keep talking. About, okay. uh, um but so uh
0: they convinced they convinced jacuzzi to get on the train and uh, kind of uh, you know kind of moving things along here uh it gets tonight and uh jacuzzi's uh gang they are on the uh uh oh there's also the conductors Uh, we should all talk about the conductors um there's a young conductor with red hair um and he's excited about finally being able to, to be on the flying pussyfoot and the older conductor is uh says hey we need to uh he's like hey well I'm glad you're going to enjoy it because um it's good, like I'm retiring so you're probably gonna be taking my place type thing. Um and then as the old man walks off, uh the old man gets ambushed and killed by one of Lad's boys, and Lad's boys uh celebrates uh that they have a um uh excuse me, celebrate that they have a uh
2: oh, they have okay. a
1: conductor un- uniform, sorry. Sorry. Okay. Um. Co- back to Colleen Clickenbeard. Uh huh. She's Risa Hawkeye in the English uh, Full Metal oh, Alchemist Brotherhood.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Which means that she's also, um, uh, what's an, Uh, she she's Haruhi in, uh, um, Oron High School Host Club. Okay. And she also listed here as Akita Soma in Fruits Basket. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, the 2019 version. Wow!
0: Awesome. Um,
1: and oh, hey, she's in- and Momo in Boca in My Hero Academia. She's Luffy. Oh,
0: she's Luffy in One Piece. Anyways, yeah, she's also in Mush- Mushishi. She's in Claymore, Witchblade. Huge, huge list.
1: Yeah, she's Romeo R- x Juliet, which is also great. Yeah, her her IMDb page lists two hundred and thirteen. Um, voice acting works or just acting yeah. work in general oh okay mm-hmm. sorry Um. have you ever seen uh, Soul Eater I've watched the first episode and a half I want to say I haven't gotten really into it I really enjoyed it I thought it was a whole
0: lot of fun uh, she is uh, Marie Mjolnir uh, she, uh, who's one of the instructors. Um, she okay. turns, obviously, she, I'm pretty sure she turns into a hammer. With uh, a name like
1: that? And if she does, yeah, it, bad, uh, yeah. bad character or, design. Or, or she,
0: um... Yeah, she's, she's a weapon. That's right, she is a weapon. And she
1: partnered with, uh, Frank and Stein for a long time. Uh... Which is another instructor, which I'm sure is the one with all those bolts sticking out of his neck.
0: Yep, yep, and uh, yeah, I need to I need to read the manga because the manga goes in com- apparently in completely different directions than the uh, than the anime. Um,
1: uh, which again reminds me of that uh, uh, that the, that meme from uh, the Ballad of Buster Buster Scruggs, where it's uh, um, uh, James Franco. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Having a rope around his neck, standing standing next to somebody else who's crying mm-hmm. with a rope around his neck, like first time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and uh, the 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 caption reads uh, "Game of Thrones fans, anime fans <laughs> <laughs> about having a uh, about having the creators of the the showrunners having to go in a different direction from the original from the source uh-huh, material because uh-huh, uh-huh. the source material wasn't done when they started." Yeah.
0: she's in Escaflone. as. She's not Hitomi, is she? No, no, no. She's uh,
1: is, is she uh, malerna. Um,
0: She's malerna She's the younger princess.
1: Younger princess. Is she the one that was in love with uh, Alan Shazar and and was jealous of her for a while? Yes. Um,
0: she's the mm. one who's uh, she's the one who is engaged to the merchant.
2: Mm. But
0: yeah, she's in love with Alan. Yeah, i I'll, yeah. I'll send you a picture of her. But okay. yeah, she's a. Uh, She's Momo in My Hero Academia. Yes. Rich girl. Holy cow. Did you say that? I, I must have not caught that.
1: I, I said Momo, but you might okay. not have caught uh, who that means.
0: Yeah, anyways, we're not talking about... Her, whole, uh, she's an overlord. Okay. Yes. Oh, I didn't recognize okay. the name. Uh, well, let's look it up. <laughs> oh, she's the beefy blonde woman in that adventurer group. The,
1: adventure, the one that gets... Uh... The one that uh, tries to raid the uh no 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 uh the uh do you There's remember no...
0: i'll look her up the, the ones in red armor that help fight against the demonic invasion at the end of season two okay, yes yeah, she's the giant woman out of that group, okay, the group that's friends with the uh the girl with the mask who falls in love with one of the demons and doesn't realize it so uh. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Okay, anyways, yeah. Wow, what a career she has. That's incredible just all the stuff that she's done.
1: So, anyway, back to where we were. So um, many beloved characters. Yeah. That's true with so, a lot of voice actors. A lot of voice oh, actors yeah. get they get in and then they get their hands on so many tasty characters.
2: Mhm.
1: Just oh. so much fun to watch.
2: Yeah. Okay. Oh. So yeah,
1: Isaac has a silly definition of a train robbery, robs some guys, goes and gets on a train, and then the train departs. Yeah, train
0: departs, and we get to the dining car, and Jacuzzi oh well uh, we get to the dining car after everybody's on the train. Uh, the conductors died. Um, and one of the guys from Lad's group, uh, the Russos, they um it now has that uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, jacuzzi um is sitting next to Nice and two jacuzzis gang members are um already employed on the train and they're there to steal something they don't know what it is but they're there to steal something one of them says that actually it's an, expo- an it's an explosive and he's like wait what no why is it an explosive why are we stealing an explosive no it's it maybe it's not an explosive no no i've confirmed it it's an explosive why are we stealing an explosive <laughs> um, you know and he's just he's jacuzzi he just he freaks out over everything and there's and the rest an of this extreme, gang, I totally understands. Yeah, there's an extremely good reason for it. And that's unfortunately not explained until later, so we're not going to get into it. Mm-hmm. But Jacuzzi might, like, Isaac and Miriam are probably my favorite couple in all of anime, like I said before.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Individual characters, Jacuzzi ranks up there in my top five, mm-hmm. okay? I love Jacuzzi Splot. He's just now, an incredible character. Um, but if,
1: if Isaac and Miriam get first billing in the opening credits jacuzzi and niece get final billing they do it ends with
0: jacuzzi and niece mm-hmm. running from an explosion holding hands an explosion that niece caused and is laughing the entire time while jacuzzi is flipping out
1: because <laughs> it's, it's not it's not established well it's 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 established in a throwaway line that niece is a explosives beast yeah and so we we, we turn, find out that she's a uh, she's a demolitions expert, mm-hmm. and so kind of the scars in her body start to become a little bit more uh, mm-hmm. suspect. Just just a tad,
0: just a tad. <laughs> Anyways. Um... So, uh, yeah, she's an explosives, explosives expert. Um, but Jacuzzi is flipping out and, uh, they look over there and he's like, those two people, they've been ordering nothing but Chinese food. What, what's wrong with them? And he looks over and it's Isaac and Miriam having the time of their lives ordering all this weird Chinese food. And eating it and just freaking out over how amazing it is. Like it's, they have these bowl, yeah. bowl of noodles in front of them, and at the exact same time, they pull out these massive egg rolls that are bigger than their heads.
1: <laughs>
2: and they're and loving it. And they're just like,
0: they're, they're, they're like,
2: it's jacuzzi, fantastic. Just go talk to them. It's Maybe
0: all normal people. Needs. No, I shouldn't do it. No, Jacuzzi, just go talk to them. It's all you can eat. When, no, it's not all you can eat. Yeah, they the, have to the, pay the, for it. That's all. what
1: I was getting to. The, uh, yeah. the, 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 the cook. It's sitting there like it's—it's it's really not.
0: It's not. It's—it's <laughs> it's, it's not all you can. No, no, it's not. You know, it's—it's it's great. It's wonderful.
1: But yeah, they they have enough money. They can pay for it. Oh yeah, they're—they're
0: they're loaded for the next little while. Anyways, um, so, uh, <clears throat> niece finally encourages Jacuzzi to go over, and uh, one of the guys is like, "Man, niece is really." Being mean to Jacuzzi right now. And they're like, Niece is like, no, I just want him to be, you know, a little bit more social. And so he goes over and he ends up talking to them and they freak him out a little bit at first. And she's like, well, look at them. They're really good looking people. They might be Hollywood stars. I mean, for all you know, you could end up a movie star if you make friends with them. And so sends him over. And uh, the very first thing they're like, wait a minute, are you a movie star? You're incredibly attractive. You're also mysterious, you know, just pointing out all these things about Jacuzzi. Just. <laughs> and uh that's one of the things that i wrote down because jacuzzi starts smiling and he starts getting along with them and stuff
2: mm-hmm.
0: one of the reasons i miriam amiria so much is that they spread happiness wherever they go and that's actually one of the names of one of the episodes um let me find it here real fast um Isaac and Miria unintentionally spread happiness around them. They just do it because of who they are. And it's wonderful to see them just uplift people by being who they are. It's incredible. Uh, that would um, be episode eight. Yep, episode eight. Uh, yep. Uh anyways, um Claire, that's the name of the guy. The the guy uh who um Luke was waiting or Luck was waiting for. Uh mm-hmm. uh, like their their fifth brother. Like, there's four brothers, and then he was their best friend and hung out with him, so they consider him the fifth
1: brother.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, anyways. Uh... Anyway, um, so <laughs> the, as they're talking, as they're talking, uh-huh. so, so as Isaac and Miria are talking to Jacuzzi and Nice, uh-huh. eventually it starts getting to this scary story. Like, but but there's one thing that can ruin all of our fun. Oh, the rail that? trace, the rail tracer, and, and both suddenly, Isaac and Miriam. Boom! Like, Miriam apparently, we, we find it at the end of the story, has never heard the story before, yeah, but she but is perfectly she goes, in sync with him. She goes into character of like, This is so grim and serious, so I'm gonna put my on my grim and serious face, and then the lighting changes, and it's all red tones the yeah. rail tracer and they start telling the story
0: about the rail tracer and then it cuts to the back of the train where we see the the young conductor talking to another older conductor who was there at the beginning as well um about uh telling, the, the, rail same tracer. Story. telling this, the same story and the rail tracer in short is just it's a it's a monster that um that hunts on the railroads
1: and uh and if anybody ever mentions it (laughs) on a train it will find that train it will start eating the people from the back of the car and then work its way to the front if it makes it all the way to the front then the train completely disappears but
0: there's only one way to save yourself if the rail tracer comes uh to to prevent the rail tracer from coming to your train oh well well, what is it, and at this point, niece has even gotten into the story. She's like, Wait, no, yeah, no, what is it? What's the way we can stop this? And uh, Isaac and Miriam were just like,
1: Well, hey, Isaac Miriam, doesn't remember, and how he so has to
0: stop the rail tracing.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't, don't know, I heard the story, yeah, I don't remember. Hey, Miriam, do you?
0: <laughs> this is know. the first time I've heard this story, <laughs>
1: yes,
0: so yeah, and uh, so, so
1: so it's like, Well the chef says uh-huh. oh that's right mm-hmm. that, he, that he's overheard the young redheaded conductor telling that story too and so jacuzzi deciding he has to know what the end of the story is so to save the train from the rail tracer runs to the back of the uh train to talk to mm-hmm. the conductor to find out what's going on mm-hmm. or and this the... is
0: and this is when we hear we like we kind of talked about this before when we were talking about episode one how this is when like the story really kind of spices up and kind of shows you different scenes from different perspectives um, and that actually might be where I got the idea for it in my own writing because I do that in my in my debut novel the the devil from the river where I'll tell the same scene from different perspectives here and there throughout throughout the story. Um And I'm pretty sure I got that idea actually from watching Bacchino because I just loved how they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this- now, I, so... I
1: love how, you know, mm-hmm. another, another movie that kind of does the same thing a little bit mm-hmm. uh, is uh, The Fifth Element where they'll have sentences finished mm-hmm. by other people across the galaxy, but it's a continuous thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And
0: uh, that's- uh, Yeah, they did do that in The Fifth Element, but I'm also- They also- um... Shoot, what- it was an incredible movie. I'm trying to remember w- what it was titled, but um, it was a movie where it was told the story from one person's perspective, and then it uh, started Rashomon? over. Akira,
1: Akira what was that? Akira Kurosawa's Rashomon.
0: No, it was not Rashomon, but I think it was inspired by Rashomon. But it was because uh, this was Amer- an American movie, and it had to do with it, like one of the p- one of the characters was the president, and the president got assassinated, and then turns out that was a body double for the president.
1: Oh yes, yes, that was. Uh, I-, I remember. I remember that they would... Uh, that, the that's name the, the yeah, name yeah, the that's coming is... to mind
0: is Valkyrie, but that's not... Valkyrie is the story about no. when they tried to assassinate Hitler.
1: Yes. Yeah, no, this one was something else, and I remember it, that it was a lot of different It was incredible. Things. I loved it. I loved it. But again, they do that incredibly well here in
0: Bacchano. Mm. Um, and in... So he's running down the hall, and he runs down the hall, and he runs into Ladd as Ladd opens up the door. Uh-huh. And then he goes down, and... Uh, The the other conductor, right before the young conductor is able to say the only way you can stop the rail tracer from coming to get you, the other conductor interrupts him and tells him a story about this group of people that are ghosts and how it's their job to try to free their master from prison, Master Huey from prison, so they can become immortals like Master Huey. And anybody who hears this story dies. There's no saving them from it, and he looks at him, and he's and he now has crazy look in his eyes, and he's like been flashing a light like, like, uh, like to signal before, the, the ghosts on the train.
1: Like we said before, that mm-hmm. um, the uh, the main uh, that there is a senator's wife and daughter on the train, and mm-hmm. part of his story was telling how he, there was a uh, how holding them hostage mm-hmm. on this train was part of the plan, and so they're one of the reasons that this group is there they they the, they're the reason this group is on this train mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then what uh, and then yeah he pulls the gun on the young conductor and yep and he's he pulls of, the gun and, and on the young pull, conductor end of episode
0: end of episode gunshot right at that same time so it's a gunshot that signals a scene change you know uh end card end of episode um yep. and then, then the next episode and i didn't notice this but i saw I know. Well, I, I think I noticed it in episode two, but I didn't write it down. But in episode three, I was just again watching the OP because this is a show where I will never skip the OP because of how incredible it is. Um, and the they, OP
1: ha- the, uh, the OP starts have puts, starts stop starts putting uh, content in the middle. of huh. That's what I was. That's what I was just about to point out.
0: Yeah. Uh, it starts. It puts in the last time in the OP. So. Now, Before I'm watching, the OP's over, you're already caught up on what happened in the last episode. Boom.
1: Let's get into the action. Now, I'm watching your DVD set. Uh-huh. And on you, on the DVD set that you have... Oh. And it's got a marathon it, mode, right? It does. And what it does is it, it skips a portion of the OP until it gets to the content that has been added to mm-hmm.
2: it. See, I...
0: I'm usually okay with the marathon mode. I think that's great. This show, I am never ever ever gonna skip watching the uh it's
1: so you have to go back game. so mm-hmm. so the problem is you there's six episodes per disc and you'll have to, you know, go back to the main menu and start every episode individually to to uh to make that happen, to make sure you don't mm-hmm. miss the OP. Um, on the show on the on your DVD yeah. set. Mhm. Um but yeah, okay. So the next episode kind of opens up with uh, it says uh, 1932, and these two gangsters go into a newsroom that doubles as a uh, an information broker brokerage. Mm-hmm. And this guy, uh, you know, you, you've seen you've seen this posture in uh, Zelda games where somebody's kind of rubbing their hands together as they're expecting to make some money off of. Mm-hmm, whoever's mm-hmm. come in. Um, <clears throat> and so the, the manager there talks to them and says, okay, uh, you want this information? They, they, they're asking about the whereabouts of a certain person. And he says, oh, you want that information? That'll be $500. $500 in the middle of the Great Depression.
0: It's a lot of money.
1: It is a lot of mm-hmm. money. And there's also... You have to tell me why you're looking for him. Mm-hmm. I'm an information but, broker. Are you going to sell that? At, if we tell you that, are you going to sell that to somebody? Uh, yes. Who, who for it? Yes.
0: That's my. That's our business.
1: And so these guys are about to pull out guns when, all of a sudden, every sing, there's a dozen. There's mm-hmm. there's probably twenty people working at typewriters and doing the various the the, the work essential to making a newspaper run. Mm-hmm. And as these guys are reaching into their pockets for guns, every single one of them stops what they're doing and has their guns out, pointed at them.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm.
1: As information brokers, you may realize that this is a delicate work. So we've got we've grown accustomed to this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just so beautiful. But uh, those guys leave, and then it jumps back to. 1930. Mm-hmm. And we're introduced to a couple of uh, goofball thugs, one wearing a leather glove that he's doused in uh, um, some kerosene and lit on fire and it burns blue. And then he puts it out and demonstrates that that's great. Mm-hmm. And the other guy goes, oh, I want to try that and then does it to himself and does mm-hmm. isn't stopped in time because it only the trick only works on leather gloves, fool. That's yeah. life, That's a cloth glove. And so
0: Randy we can't put up and Petco are and Pet uh, Picho or whatever his name is are busy
1: getting ready for the party. Is that who these two are? That's who these two are. Well, so in the effort of trying to get this thing, they get the flaming glove off of him. Uh huh. He kicks over the kerosene, spilling it.
2: Uh-huh. Drops
1: drops the uh. And put, drops the uh, glove accidentally into the kerosene and then doesn't realize that they've just set a building on fire. Mm-hmm. And they just, until it's too late, and then they run. Mm-hmm. Cut to a mouse tied with his arms and legs, well, all four legs tied in the corners on mm-hmm. something. And you watch kind of graphically as this guy with a hammer. In one strike, smashes the mouse. Mm
2: -hmm. And you're like,
1: okay, what's this all about? What's what's with the animal torture? And then the mouse's blood, like we've seen at least three or four times at this point, goes into Mm -hmm. itself. And you see that this guy is very interested in what just happened. Hmm. apparently uh, this alchemist has just perfected a potion of immortality and has it hidden in wine bottle, in beer bottles in whiskey bottles whatever mm-hmm. um, that he has in uh, in storage and at just that moment the fire that was set burns into his basement destroying and he's old and not strong enough to lift an entire crate of these and can only save two bottles hmm Um, so that happens and he uh meanwhile Luck and uh Firo are wandering the city when they see the uh Luck and Firo just barely bought oh not not Luck. Oh. Sorry, not Luck. Uh
0: Firo and um Firo and somebody else. I thought it was luck. No, no, no. That's, uh... That's, uh because he just really got his hat. And it was, uh, Misa.
1: Yeah, they go, yeah, go to a hat store. Okay, mm-hmm. so Fero and Misa leave a hat store as Miriam and... Uh, as Isaac and Miriam are going in and they bump into each other and Isaac demands an apology. You better watch where you're going. And Miriam says the exact same tone. You better mm-hmm. to watch where you're going. Or mm-hmm. something like those lines. mm mm-hmm. um, And so... They don't know each other yet, and this scene is established. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have mm-hmm. recognized. Because, yeah, Isaac and Miriam would not walk by some people that they know and not say something. Exactly. This is exactly. who they are.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But
1: then, then uh, what's his name? Um, uh, and then Firo sees the fire in the distance and says, I want to go see if there's anything I can do to help. Like, don't go rubbernecking. What the subtitle reads. And Mm -hmm. so he goes, and then as he's approaching the crowd that's watching the fire, uh, a woman's leaving the crowd and bumps into him, drops a button, and she says, Mm -hmm. sorry, I was looking for someone, and she had to run off. And so he grabs the button and runs after her, and then sees the old man protecting this crate with these two last bottles of beer, uh, these two last whiskey bottles, um, with the potion of immortality in it, we assume. Um... Mhm. And he's uh <sighs> And he's being he's being assaulted by four thugs. Uh-huh. So I think we've met before. Mhm. Uh we
0: just well the episode starts off with a young girl at a dock try uh um trying to see try, uh her name is Eve Genoard and she's standing by the Hudson River. Watching men drudge the bottom of it. They're just pulling yes. stuff up. She is trying to find her lost brother, Dallas. That's in 1932. Cut yes. back to
1: 1930. And that's... and um, da- Dallas was the name of the man that they were looking for in the... That the mafiosos were looking for. Yep. 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 Uh, Dallas Genoard.
0: And uh, Dallas uh, gets stopped by luck um, at the beginning of that episode um and then you know it uh it moves into that but uh we also see
1: uh in this episode we see lads per- don't perspective don't on the to, train
0: and that's when don't he seem to play
1: out too well for uh dallas oh, in, no. the, o- in the opening credit sequence because we see him smiling and then we see him trapped in some kind of water tank yeah 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 and very concerned for uh, about his own well-being
0: well yeah he's a punk anyways his sister is looking for him um and uh anyways we also uh ju- kind of jumping back to the train a little bit um mm-hmm. the uh nick the smaller guy of the uh, jacuzzi's crew he's still bigger than niece and jacuzzi yes. um gets told the, by this by the niece, smaller of
1: the two yeah he gets told by niece Okay, So take Jacu- care of the dining car. Yes, yes. Well, Jacuzzi's running by, and he, he runs into the two of them and says he needs to take it, see something about the conductor. Uh-huh. And it turns out Nice was following close behind, but not close, not too close. And then this is where she tells Nick
0: mm-hmm. what you were and saying. And she says, take care of the dining car. And Nick, bless his heart, tries his hardest to figure out what she means by that. And he's like, maybe she means this. Hmm. Or maybe she means this. Maybe she means this. And every time he thinks it, it's an incredible shot of just like niece's face getting more and more intense as she's saying more and more intense things. Eventually, like, make sure nobody comes and bothers us while we're robbing the train. He's like, okay, I'll make sure nobody leaves the cart. You can count on me. And he pulls out his little knife. But one of Lad's boys walks by. We should say earlier, Lad. Is explaining what they're like, Lad is super depressed because someone else got the better straw. Um, and uh Lad then gets happy because this woman who is at Lad's side at all times, um, who Lad has promised that he will kill her last, and she's happy because she's gonna get killed by Lad. Uh, just you know, some crazy girl. Um, she uh, you know, she says, Well, why don't you just go watch? And he's like, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot! That's incredible! I can just go watch it all happen. Uh, yes, that's great. Let me go do that. And he bursts out into hall, into the hall, and that's when he runs into the Jacuzzi, and then Jacuzzi apologizes, goes off, and lads like, "Wait a minute, I know that face." And he goes and sees a wanted poser, po, po a wanted poster for Jacuzzi.
1: Yes, with a um, five thousand dollar reward, which is quite a bit
0: of money in that day and age. Yeah. I mean, it's a good amount of money this day and age too. I'm not going to lie. Um, anyways. Back Uh, then, that that was a house. And the... Yeah. And the guy... um, Well, if you want to go ahead and live in Detroit, that's also a house. (laughs) That was an odd face. That was an odd face for my computer to freeze on all of a sudden. (laughs) You were like... For like two seconds. Uh, Anyways, uh... Anyways, uh... Lad is just like this ride is getting more and more interesting. I can't wait to see what happens before the night's out, and he goes off. And uh, one of Lad's boys, the guy who won the draw, goes into the dining cart before Nick. Nick pulls out his knife, and uh, <laughs> yes. he opens the door. Opens the door. Oh, wait. Well, so that happens at the end of the episode. Oh um, yeah. no! Well, well, he opens well, the door.
1: Well, okay. So, so what happens is, Lad's guy is in the middle of the dining, hall, dining room car. There's some ghosts who've, come, who've entered in on the far side, and Nick, and Nick has come in on the other side. And all three of them come in at the same time, and one by one, right after another, not paying attention to each other too much, shout their demands, which are on the floor, hands up, and nobody move. Uh-huh. And Isaac and Miria obey all three. They're on the floor with their hands up and not moving. Like Isaac's like, wait a minute,
0: Miria. What was the third one? And is just like,
1: he's like, don't move.
0: Like <laughs> kind of imitating what like how he spoke, yeah. and he's like, oh, that's right. And they get back and just like on the ground, hands up. They're not moving. But
1: they're, they're <laughs> the only ones obeying all three.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're the only ones obeying all three. Like an old man even just says. Which one do you want us to do? And uh, not Nick at the end of the hallway is just like, uh, he sees the heavily armed guys with Tommy guns and then, you know, heavy okay. pistols. And he's just like, He brought a knife to a gunfight. Click, puts it away. Uh, don't, don't, don't mind me. And just kind of shuts the door <laughs> and leaves. <Yes>. And leaves. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, so Firo chases, uh, is looking for this girl, uh, Enos. It's the first time he's actually met her in chronologically. Um, because a button of her coat fell off, and it's a nice button, so he wants to give it back to her. Yes. Um, and uh, he comes across the old man with the bottles, getting yes. attacked by uh, Dallas and his thugs. Mm. And Firo, being the good guy that he is, comes to the old man's rescue. One of the thugs rushes at him. Firo just de- like just one by one, he just decimates the, the, the uh, Dallas first.
1: Crew. The first one, he just bobs his head a little bit, and and the guy can't get can't land a blow on him. Mm-hmm. And then gets his face but then gets his head butt to the nose and gets his face bashed in mm-hmm. or something. I, yeah, know, I think and it was a it might have been a punch. I think it was a punch, the, I don't remember, but he hit like the guy's on the ground nosebleed. The second bleeding. guy he tosses his head hat up in the air, then performs a body slam on him, knocking him out. Uh-huh. And the next shot he's got the hat back on. Uh huh. Oh so, third guy comes at him, he takes him out like he's nothing. Of, yeah. Which reminds me a little bit of Ninja Scroll. You remember the opening scene of Ninja Scroll where Jubei tosses up his rice ball, defeats oh, the floor, tosses it after him, and catches his rice ball. When you said Ninja Scroll, the only
0: scene that came to mind was the uh, the stone ninja killing all the other ninjas like they were nothing.
1: Yeah, no, that, um, that's not this. No, this is yeah, Jubei yeah, Jube yeah. on the beach.
0: Oh, Ninja Scroll! Wow. Um, anyways, uh, anyways, um, so he kicks the crack out of him, makes sure the old, the old man's okay. Uh, the old man, um, you know, is rude, being very, very, very protective of his, of his cargo. Firo's like, man, that's really important to you, huh? Well, here, you might want to get out of here before these guys get back up. And then Firo goes off, uh, looking for the woman again. Cut back to the old man later. He's bleeding out on the ground. Uh, Enos is above him and Enos sees the blood go back into him and he gets back up and recognizes who she is. Um,
1: well, was That's it Houston, so when it, cuts back Dallas to the train above it
0: and we see Nick and uh, uh, Nick's like, "Oh, hey, uh, huh, huh, uh, don't 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 mind me," type thing, and just kind of shuts the door. Uh, but then it cuts to Jacuzzi. Jacuzzi's trying to find the. Wait, what? No, don't worry about it. Go, go keep going. Yeah, um, so, uh, Nick. Uh, so so,
1: so jacuzzi j- is saying, trying to find yeah, the conductor.
0: sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, we just had one of those weird bits where
1: it's... Yeah, I could hear you just view. fine, but your video would not playing. So, but we're not okay. let's not bring attention to it.
0: Yeah, anyways. Anyways, Nick, uh, uh, jacuzzi is running down, and he gets to the conductor's office at the, uh, at the end of the train, and he finds the bodies of two dead conductors, and one of them was very, very brutalized. Uh, like, their arm is just gone um and he freaks out and says the it's too late the rail tracers is already here and that's the end of episode uh, 3. Yeah. So yeah.
1: So there's a lot more going on than we even talked about mm-hmm. and uh, I mean there's a scene where we find out like the police are investigating a number of bodies that, have, that they found more than a dozen mm-hmm. bodies um, uh, along the train tracks in the mm-hmm. in the snow. And mm-hmm. they assume we're all passengers from the uh the flying pussyfoot Mm -hmm. and uh yeah and they find lad still alive with his girlfriend and who who apparently is suicidal and that's why she's with him
0: Mm -hmm. something along those lines have no idea why she's like that but she just she's suicidal and she knows that one day um lad is gonna kill her and that's why she's with him and why she's in love with him. And like, there's a scene where they're dancing together, but she's just kind of hanging there limply in his arms and letting him do absolutely everything. Like she's putty in his hands type thing. Yeah.
1: Uh, even in the opening credit scene, um, mm-hmm. she, she peeks her head around a door. She receives something from a, uh, a uh, a courier on the train and he doesn't even wait for her to be out of the way before throwing a, a dart into the back of the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And barely yeah. missing her. So, but no, yeah, she's they're still together and he's got a bloody stump of an arm. It looks like he's just got forearm bones sticking out. So, and we don't know. And, and in the first three episodes, we don't know what happened. Not yet mm-hmm. anyway. Um. But yeah, so first three episodes are jam-packed with lots of little tidbits that are just the start of some amazing stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Including yeah. finding
1: out that the rail tracer is real,
2: mm-hmm.
1: having these immortals that, but because it plays with time, we don't know exactly when they became immortal and when and who is and who isn't yet. Mm-hmm. Not, not a full accounting of it yet, anyway.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, we don't know if, uh, yeah, so there's just a lot. There's just at, after the first three episodes, there's a lot of unanswered questions that the show promises to answer. Yeah, now yeah. as I recall, as I recall. Um, I think we talked about this at the time that Baccao, because so much was happening in it, it didn't do well when it was serialized. Like one episode a week it was hard to follow. But once it became available to stream or to watch on D- to binge on DVD, it became it, it's a show that what you have to watch a lot of it in a row to really get it.
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. there's just so many little things, so much going on. But there's anyway,
0: that, a ton going on
1: yeah uh, as made example by how many names they drop in the opening credits alone
0: yeah but no i i adore this show first time i watched it it was uh like i watched it with a friend um just all kind of not all not all at once we had a couple of sessions but it was just incredible. uh i love the show i love the characters I, the music the animation all of it is just so cool, and it's in a time period we don't really see a lot of anime in. You know, oh, you yeah. know, Prohibition Era America.
1: You don't really see that very much. Um, oh, that that reminds me that there's a Prohibition America. Isn't uh, ninety one days that time period too?
0: I think so. Yeah, and we never finished that. We were watching it with a friend, but never got to, uh, never be able to get back together with that friend. So.
1: But yeah, so so it it's not it's not unique, but it is rare. Hmm. Oh yeah. Well,
0: yeah. And as we were saying before, this is written by the exact same person who did uh, *Dudarada*. So, and *Dudarada* is another show that just you know tells multiple stories uh, or the same story from multiple pers- perspectives. So you get different perspectives yeah. each time and get a more Do-
1: full telling of the stories as it progresses. Yeah. *Dudarada* is the 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 biggest difference between the two is Doradora has more characters, and is uh-huh. completely chronological. It doesn't have time jumps the way yeah. that uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's not as uh, uh, what was the word they used anachronistic, out of time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So that's uh, that's Bacchano. um uh, I was looking it up online, and apparently, like it's not easy to get a hold of, but if you do get a hold of it, I would even recommend if you're if you're interested in it, checking out the manga or the the light novels, um, it's just very it's delightful. It's wonderful. I adore it. Right. Um, so anyways, uh, that's it for Bacchano. Um And for the final week for America's in anime, um, I mean, we record on Wednesdays, so yes, the next Wednesday, like, we'll be recording on the on the 31st, but our, sh- our episodes don't go up until Friday. So, um, this next week's going to be our last week of Americans in Anime. We decided, why not watch an anime where America's a character? So, so, and what do we decide to
1: watch? We're watching Hetalia Axis Powers. Ha. <laughs> huh. Forget what you learned in history class and imagine all the nations of the world are as guys and an, as an inappropriate reality show.
0: Um, I've never watched more than a little bit of this, so I'm excited to see more of it. They're about five episodes apiece, so we'll probably do a lot. For, for, for mean, five, five minutes? a minutes apiece. Yeah. yeah, episodes are about five minutes apiece. So we'll probably do a lot more than three episodes just to have enough content
1: to talk about during the show. Uh, it
2: um, looks like
1: uh, Funimation has 27 episodes. That might be the full run of it. Um, yeah well also there's another site we're doing
0: there's another site uh called tubi.tv and apparently it's a legal site like i discovered this because of uh because.moe that we talked about last week but uh, tubi.tv um they are a a legal free uh streaming site here in the states and they have seasons two through five of Hitalia. so if we need more we can go to there but uh Oh, sorry, it's sorry, it's tubitv.com. My bad, it's not tubittv, it's tubittv.com. Um, anyways, we're gonna watch Hitalia for next week, okay? That's right, all right, and uh, that's it for three episodes. in. Let's move on to recommendation of the week, which is my pick this week. And I picked a manga I discovered the other day, there's only five chapters of it so far. It's a manga called The Whimsical Cursed Sword, okay. okay? The artwork for it is reminiscent of the Zerk or other seinen manga. Okay. But it's a comedy. It's a fantasy world where cell phones exist. Uh huh. Cell phones and laptops and the internet and all that stuff. So magic has kind of fallen by the wayside. Even the Demon King uh, decided to go ahead and modernize and he built a theme park and things like that. He's now a successful businessman instead of, you know, the Demon King
1: uh okay but uh
0: this guy who uh is trying to just live in day-to-day life um he uh comes home one day to find that his little sister had found this demon sword that she thinks is adorable and it's terrifying uh it's absolutely terrifying um and she's like oh it's just a regular sword it's fine um and the brother's trying to get rid of it, and she and she won't have any of it. She throws a temper tantrum. Finally, he's like, fine, whatever. You can keep the sword. Um, and she, uh, that night, he grabs the sword, uh-huh. takes it from her, because she's snuggling with it like a teddy bear in bed, because she wants to go on adventures with this sword. He digs a hole in the mountain behind their house, puts it in, leaves it there, Next morning, he wakes up, and the sword has absorbed all the energy from the life forces, from all the plant life and everything around it for several miles, and has grown bigger than a mountain. (laughs) Oops. The sword then, and it's terrifying, it's terrifying artwork seeing this massive sword, and the sword then shrieks down, sits down on a rock, and says, hey, yo, yeah, I'm just a regular sword, and he's like, yeah, so it's a comedy, it's really funny um
1: your description of it reminded me of a comic i saw where uh a skeleton in santa claus clothes gives a little girl a sword and the the parents are complaining like you can't give a child a sword it's educational what if she hurts herself that'll be a very important lesson
0: yeah i remember that what's that from you remember
1: (laughs) i don't i don't know what Uh it's from but uh, and anybody listening if you can tell us what it's from uh send us a tweet or uh message us yeah uh, a comment under uh just get reach out to us
0: on this episode just, yeah, just reach out to us let us know if you can't give a chat it'll be very educational <laughs> bless you mm. all right uh so that's it for recommendation of recommendation of the week it's now time for our creator shout out
1: all right i'm going to shout out to a creator uh that i found on youtube called mm-hmm. uh Zygor Gaming. Okay. Now I've shared some of his content with you. It, he did that hour-long um, deconstruction of the uh of um uh, Chrono Trigger that I shared with you. A while yeah,
0: ago. I watched. I watched that, and I watched his Final Fantasy six. His it's like the complete story of not really a deconstruction. It's just he kind of in the in the order of chronological events. This is the story of Chrono Trigger. Yeah. So yeah.
1: So yeah, it was the yeah, it was a great deconst- It was a great analysis piece, mm-hmm. I thought, and I look forward to seeing more of his content. So uh, yeah, uh, we're gonna link him out, link out to his uh, tw- follow him on Twitter, uh, subscribe to him on YouTube. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Just uh, yeah, really great stuff. I mean, yeah, Andrew and I have both been huge fans of uh, Square's older work, and mm-hmm. uh, so he's got. Uh, uh I'm seeing here he's got Chrono Trigger, fi- the original Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Six, a handful of game reviews, including Chrono Trigger, uh Destiny of an Emperor, um, Chaos Seed. Um just a lot of great content is here that he's got. So um definitely subscribe and uh Yeah.
0: Do take it. a look. Take a do look, it. it's great. Yeah, it's like the content's long, uh, but it's it's educational and it's great. Um, and I like having content like that kind of playing in the background while I'm working on other things. Um, anyways, uh, that's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening in. If you listened it on YouTube, please feel free to like this episode and subscribe to our channel. If you like what we do and want to support us, please share our channel with your friends. Uh, where can they find us on social media?
1: Our site, WhitakerWeekly.com, currently has links to our Facebook page, Twitter account, and YouTube channel. We encourage all our listeners to follow us on the social media platform of their preference, and if there's one we're not on yet, please reach out to us on one of the ones we mentioned. We'll broaden our scope to include you.
2: Uh,
0: right. well, that's it for another episode. I've been Andrew, I've been Lee, and this has been Whitaker Weekly. You guys have a great week.